Welcome to the Expert Ownership Podcast, where we launch faith-filled entrepreneurs into greater freedom and success. But you know what? It's more than that. We want to help you thrive in the midst of today's cancel culture. Our goal is to raise up workplace warriors who will stand for what they believe in, whatever the cost. You can find out more by visiting expertownership.com. But without further ado, here we go. I've been really, really feeling it. About to bust a move or a show. Let me get it. If you really, really feeling it, put it in your left hand, right hand, throw it up and hit it. Welcome back to Expert Ownership. We're here at Jason's amazing studio at the back of his house. Yeah, man. It's a good thing it's not at my place. Yeah. Because his dog, his dog absolutely loves me. You know, Bernice the, Mountain Dog. The, hey, well, you know, hold on, stop. We got to say what we're, we got to give them a hook so that they okay. don't just get off the podcast immediately. By hook and by crook. We're going to talk about passive income, and we have a special announcement to make that Jason and yeah. I are now partners in a firm called Invest with Purpose. And we're super pumped about it because you don't have to just simply invest to make a return. You can invest to make a double return. And you said firm, it's a fund, fund firm. It's all the same thing. Fund, firm. It doesn't matter. It's four-letter words and it starts with an F. Whoops. No, that's not going to work either. horrible. (laughs) Okay, Jason. Bad mental picture. Okay, I forgot what I was going to say, but I was going to say something really awesome. But we have Steve here with us, Steve Libman and Travis Cotter. These guys are the founders of Invest With Purpose, and we're so excited to have them because you guys have heard Steve before. He was on the podcast a while back and you heard the whole story about how he and Travis built this company integrity holdings group and and then merged it into invest with purpose and like and then the whole brought story us behind and everything and then brought us in why would you guys do something like that well we knew you from a while back i don't know if you remember <laughs> that's right that's right so steve i want to ask you real quick just for our listeners like get talk about invest with purpose what what on earth are you talking about yeah so integrity holdings group is just a real estate investment firm You know, we always say that we are trying to invest with purpose, which means that we are intentional about where that money goes and where that flows and the impact that we can make in the world through the profits of that business. Mm. Mm, That's good. That's a nice little elevator. It was good? Yeah. No, that was excellent. Okay, so you care about it. So it goes into our pockets. It goes into our family. It goes into for our future inheritance, Lord willing, with the investments that we make. You've been going 12 years. You guys have really done well. You have a 96% reinvest rate with hundreds of investors, which is which is pretty awesome. If there was a certification, that would be like a big blue certification stamp. There's a stamp. Okay. But you can't triple stamp. <laughs> a double stamp. A blue. double stamp. Everybody knows that. Everybody does know that. But here's the cool thing is that you don't just get a return personally. You also get a return spiritually. You get a return you know, in terms of impact, yeah. in, in terms of influence, which is pretty awesome. So the business helps you create, preserve, and pass on generational wealth for you and your family. Beyond that... Their donor-advised fund takes a piece of all the profits from us, not from the investors, and takes that money and puts it into places where it's making an impact around the world. Yeah. So, Give them an example of something that just happened in Ukraine. That was inspiring. Yeah, so everybody knows the war is going on in Ukraine, and it's been going on for a while now, and a couple things have happened over there. But the most recent was we were able to help fund some special forces guys to go in and take 15 girls out of a basement who were there for almost two months. And they were mm. running out of food. They were running out of water. They were running out of clothes, all these things. And they were in the middle of a war zone. Now, if you know anything about what's going on over there, if they tried to escape by themselves, there are a lot of coyotes at the at the border. They're taking these women and moving them into sex trafficking. Yep. Yeah. And so just to try to fund them to get in a van and leave wasn't good enough. Yeah. So one of our missionaries that we support called us and said, hey, we, we have a team of special forces guys that are going to go in there. The, the mission is tomorrow. 
we need funding. We need a van. We need bulletproof vests and blankets. And wow. and we said, okay, Done. let's do it. That's so baller. And Gosh, what I love about so that, fun. see, David and I, see, the reason why we wanted to have Trav and Steve on, obviously, we're, we're now partners with them in this Invest With Purpose fund, but we wanted to have them on because these guys are doing things that David and I talk about in our book. We talk all about taking active income from your business and converting it into passive income from your investments. So David and I, you know, with expert ownership, we help you like grow and increase your active income. But when it comes to the passive income side, this, what, what we represent now in terms of our invest with purpose fund is something that helps you grow that passive income. And so, but we also talk about investing with purpose in terms of you can take a hundred grand and give it to a church or give it to a charity. And we all know probably what's going to happen with that. Go to salaries, maybe go to build something or whatever. But you take that same hundred grand, you invest it in a fund that then names that charity as its beneficiary or whatever it is, however it's set up in the donor advised fund, then you're able to do things like 15 girls getting rescued from sex trafficking because wow. you put money into a fund that's making you money while these girls are getting rescued. That's right. You're getting a return and you're also rescuing people all at the same time. That's why we're so so jazzed about this. Well, and Travis is the expert, so maybe we should just let him tell us what what in the world's going on. As far as the donor advised fund <laughs> or the business? All of it. Well, talk to us about the business a little bit. So we primarily focus on multifamily, large multifamily. We try not to invest in anything less than 30 million. Yeah. With $10 million equity checks. Um, just for the fact of efficiency within the company. Yep. Because... It takes as much time to manage an asset that is $2 million versus $100 million. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So it just m makes much more sense to stay focused on the lane that we need to be in. Mm. That's going to make the most impact that we can make. Yeah, the economies yeah. of scale allow us to run lean and mean. Yeah. And, and, Trav, and I love the hold on real quick. I, I love the three points is that you're focused on is is preservation of capital, return of capital, and return on investment. That's right. That, those are three really strong legs to stand on. And what I get excited about are the four asset classes that you invest in. Um, multifamily. Well, no, I was going to ask Travis to do it because I want to make sure I don't mess it up. It's multifamily, senior living, yes, storage, and student housing. Now, the, I'm caveat telling, real quick. We're a little bearish on student right now. Right, yeah, post-COVID division one only. Yeah, so division one schools where you can go see a college game day on a Saturday. We're bullish in those arenas, but mm -hmm. secondary, tertiary schools, and we can get into that a little later. I think are going to go by the wayside over time. There's a reason behind it. Yeah. yeah, but so we 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 love student, but in the right geographic areas. And the and senior living though is is just blowing up. Ten thousand I mean, baby boomers a day are retiring. It's crazy. Over time we have had less and less kids, right? Everybody around this table is an anomaly. Mm -hmm. Everybody's usually having one, two kids. That's fine. But then what happens? You have grandparents, you have four, you have two parents. And then who's taking care of all these mm -hmm. parents, right? Yeah, as they hard. age out. Well if you have kids yourself and you have a job, then you're likely not able to take care of your parents. So senior living, the 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 economics and the metrics uh, around senior living over the next decade were very bullish. Yes. And that's, that's exciting because that's what we're doing. And yeah. we're jumping right into that space and making investments in that space. And those investments are not only yielding nice returns, 
but it's also funding these donor advised funds that are going out and doing amazing things. Yeah. And what I love though, in terms of the business side of this and the investment side is that when, when you invest in senior housing, right, which obviously you just explained why we do that. But then just think about your, your, you know, if you're somebody who you've got have to move your, your parents into a senior, you know, assisted living facility or whatever it is. And one of the things you have to do is you have to move them out of their home. And then what are you going to be looking for? A storage unit. So you invest, we, we own the storage unit. We own the senior housing facility and, and, and all of that stuff though, puts you to where you're taking the money that, that God blessed you with from either your business or some previous investments or whatever. And you're able to put that into something to where that money continually makes you money and yet also is funding the kingdom at the same time. That's the reason why David and I were like, okay, yeah, we're going to get involved in this fund. Like this is the one that we're actually going to, we're going to place our flag on the top of that hill. So you guys have done a good job. We love it. So, so people out there listening right now and they're saying, Hey, I'm a W2 worker, you know, and I, but I've, I have some money to invest or I, I'm looking at inflation, what's happening in our country. And I, I just really want to park my money in a safe place. You guys walk them through that. I mean, people talk about how multifamily and commercial real estate assets are a hedge against inflation. And people I think often ask us, well, how is that? Mm-hmm. So let's just give a practical example, right? 14 months ago, we bought a building. It was $42 million. And we just sold that building last week for 58-ish million. Nice. Now, we look like geniuses, right? Yeah. My three-year-old would look like a genius. Yeah. Frankly, there's two reasons. One, populations in Daytona Beach, Florida are growing, expanding. People from California are fleeing the tyranny. Yeah, New Jersey, New York, right? (laughs) New York, New Jersey, California. Yeah. We don't invest there, by the way. I Um, wouldn't either. So everybody's going in Florida. Populations are booming. Economies are booming. And then you have inflation. So inflation, one of the core components of inflation is CPI, right? They call it consumer price index. A large component of the consumer price index is based on housing prices, which means as inflation goes, so does rent, Mm -hmm. so does housing prices. And so really the hedge against inflation is why we were able to hit pro forma numbers in year five in month 14. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a unicorn. So, but that's happening uh, across our portfolio right now. I mean, we just were recapitalizing an 84 unit deal in Columbus, Ohio, because when we underwrote the deal, it was, we were performing $850 rents. Mm-hmm. Now they're 1050 because inflation has yep. driven rental prices up so high. So we're going to continue to hold that property. And we're going to turn it again and continue to increase rents to where the market will will stabilize too. So what's the difference if someone's sitting there going, oh yeah, man, I got a 401k. It's just fine. What's the difference between a fund, like an investment fund like this yeah. in real estate and this traditional stock market? Yeah. So my dad passed away eight years ago, eight and a half years ago, and he had all of his money in the stock market, right? And 2007, 2008, 2009, stock market dipped mm-hmm. a little bit. And it's really a case of musical chairs. So he passed away at the bottom of the market. He didn't get to ride the market back up. And that's when Travis and I started looking, okay, what is the most anti-volatile asset class that I could put my money into? And overwhelmingly, multifamily real estate and things like that are much less volatile. So let me just give you three quick examples. Year to date, the New York Stock Exchange, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 20%. Mm -hmm. If you want to make your money back, you have to make 25%. Right. Mm-hmm. Talked about this, I think, on your yep. last podcast. Yep. So, you know, if you have a hundred dollars and you lose twenty, you have eighty. So you don't if you make twenty percent back, you only have ninety-six. Mm. So you need twenty-five percent to earn back just to get back to equilibrium. The 
So that's that's the stock market. We're not into volatility. So what else is there? There's single family yeah. rentals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. So in 2007, 2008, when the market crashed, a four and a half to five and a half percent mortgage default rate is what created the bottom to fall out. Right. That is what the domino was that created mass crisis. In the multifamily space, it was 0.4 percent. Yeah, of so default. Four and a half percent default rate versus 0.4 percent. Yeah. In so why is that? Because what we're buying is businesses. We're not buying a piece of real estate that is the value is predicated on your neighbor's value. Mm-hmm. We're buying a business that the value is predicated on the net operating income. If we have 300 units. Which you can control. Of cash flowing property, then we can control the income and the expenses. And we know very much what the value will be. It's, it's very predictable. Yeah. Right? It's not to say that there's no risk in investment. But it is to say that of the risk that we are willing to take for our family's money, mm-hmm. that's where it's going. Yeah, there's a reason why financial institutions like banks and insurance companies, they, that's their primary safe zone. Yeah, almost yeah, 80% like of percent, commercial yeah. banks and insurance companies invest in commercial real estate. Mm. That's where their loans are. And they're non-recourse loans, by the way. So when you went up and bought your house, you had to personally sign on that? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. We just bought a $60 million building. We're not personally liable on it. Why? Because they know how the asset itself is, is guaranteed. There's enough. value. There's value. Yeah. What, 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 what role, obviously we don't invest in this, you know, just to repeat what we do invest in large scale, multifamily, senior housing, student housing in division one areas mm-hmm. and, and storage. Yeah. And storage. What about like industrial complex? What about stuff like that? Like what, what is, what is our reason that we kind of stay in the, the four key areas that I just mentioned? So again, it just comes down to metrics, economics, and what we know. We, we know multifamily really well. We know yeah. self-storage. Industrial, frankly, has had probably the biggest run-up in the last 20 years of any other asset class in terms of appreciation. Why? Mm-hmm. Amazon. Oh, Amazon, 100%. <laughs> they're, they're all over Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's not to say it's a bad business model. I know a, a bunch of friends of ours that just do industrial, but they know that market so well. Different. And here's the thing. If you buy industrial and there's a recession and there's a pullback, where do you see the, the contraction? Yeah, from those places. Typically businesses. Yeah like heavy machinery, right? Equipment. So unless you have Amazon as your tenant, the industrial buildings are probably, you know, low to middle scale, you know, 10 to $30 million businesses Mm -hmm. during a recession, during a pullback, they are looking for, for different spaces. They're looking. So there's more volatility. There's great returns, but more volatility. And again, if you go back to our three pillars, preservation of capital first, don't lose money return of capital. How do I get that money back to my investors and then return on investment? How much are we paying back to the investors? We're looking for anti-volatile assets. Yeah. So, and retail, same thing. I mean, look at what happened during COVID. I mean, mm. re- got retail has bludgeoned. sometimes double digit returns as well, but volatility and a lot of, but people always need a place to live. Mm-hmm. Yes. That never goes away. Yeah. You look at ancillary income for spending money for Amazon or for whatever products, they're being sold that's supporting the rent for that industrial space. Mm. Once that gets affected, that's, that's a direct impact to that owner of yeah. that, that asset. Mm. So we're not just chasing returns. We're chasing recession resiliency. Right. And, and on top of that, investing with purpose. And this is what I love. And this is where we need to, we need to tie this up in terms of with investing with purpose. What you guys did was so awesome. This is before we became partners in the firm that, that, you guys came in and I remember Steve, you asked me, you said, Hey, what do you have a, a charity or anything that you're passionate about? I said, yeah, love life. And you know, it's 
probably the fastest growing pro-life ministry in the country right now. You know, it's just growing and we're expanding in cities because Dave and I are very pro-life. And you said, I want to write Love Life into one of the deals that we're doing. And and I'm going to write it in there legally where every single month or quarter, I forget how you, you pay out, where Love Life is going to get a percentage of the proceeds that, that come from this particular fund. And instantly I thought, nobody's doing that. Mm. These guys are awesome. What are they eating for breakfast every morning? Yeah. Eggs and cheese. Eggs and cheese, baby. (laughs) So, and I just love that, that type of investment mindset. It's like, yeah, we, we know all the stuff in terms of why we stay in our four, you know, the, the lanes where those four key investment areas are, but to wrap purpose around it and to actually tie yourselves legally to pay that charity. Oh my gosh. That's blow your hair back. Good. Okay. So very quickly, as we wrap this up, Someone that would want to invest with us. Okay. Actually, you know what? This is nice for education. Explain what an accredited investor is and kind of the limits and the loads and all that good stuff. Sure. So there's accredited and then there's sophisticated investors. An accredited investor simply means that you make $250,000 a year. That's wrong. $200,000 a year as a single person, a year in income. And Mm -hmm. you've made that for the last two years. $300,000 jointly as a couple. And or, and or, doesn't have to be both. Yeah. And or you have a million dollars in net worth outside of your primary residence. Got it. Okay. A sophisticated investor is anybody that doesn't necessarily meet those, right? So there's different types of investments that you can get into as an accredited investor, different types as a non-accredited investor. And we're happy to explain yeah. to anybody that calls in like what that looks yeah. like. Absolutely. Are the returns better for accredited investors as opposed to sophisticated or is it just same returns? Same returns. Yep. That's great. Yeah, I mean, we started doing this before we were accredited. Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. Why, and why, why would we but, but use I, the returns for accredited investors? I love that. And and I love where you guys started. In the podcast that, that you and I, Steve, this is David talking, that we did a while back, you kind of gave your story of how you and Travis started and you guys were just in real estate and snapping BPO pictures. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you guys were like in the trenches. And then you began to actually, you flipped one house, then you flipped another. And then it just turned into some small, small multifamily. And the next thing you know, you guys were, I, and that's one of the things that we really appreciate. And I just want to encourage the listeners right now that n- no matter where you are, just be faithful in the little things. Mm-hmm. God will get you where he wants you to go. Just be faithful in the little things. And if you got some money to invest, give us a shout at Invest With Purpose. That's, it's an amazing opportunity. And we, we call it double deposits because not only do you get a deposit back in terms of return, but you also can make a spiritual or heavenly and eternal deposit in terms of impact. Hey, let, you know what? Let, let's wrap this up with every week. Well, you know what? First, I want to do two things. First, I want to thank our podcast sponsor, Christian Healthcare Ministries. Yes. No better place on planet earth to have yourself to have your family involved in their health sharing plan which is so much better than blue cross blue shield it's the best we're in yeah, yeah. i know you yeah, guys both you guys are in they're they're amazing expert ownership.com slash chm and now the last thing and we need to do it with you boys we call it own it or loan it we're going to throw something out there and you're going to tell us if you would own it or if you would loan it. Own it would be basically just to kind of, okay, yeah, I keep it. I like it. Or loan it is maybe not so much. Okay. I'll keep it. All right. Jason, you got one? No, but I'm going to just do one right off the fly. Or do you have one? No. I was just going to ask ask these guys, own it or loan it cappuccino. Oh. Own it. Own it. Own it. Y- oh, y'all are jerks. Okay, here's, easy. here's something better. Own it or loan it. 
Raw cookie dough. Own it. Own it. Oh, oh my gosh. Love these guys. Okay. Own it or loan it a uh, BMW. Lease it. Lease it. <laughs> 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 that was perfect. I can't. Good news. No. Obviously, own it. That's one of my favorite manufacturers. So. Oh, you like Beamer. Now, why do you like Beamer? Did you ever drive one? No. You should. Okay, good. Yeah. I like a Ford F-150 personally. Okay, and then I'll end with this own it or loan it. Cars. Loan it. Loan it. Loan Why? it. Why? You guys are like so sophisticated in everything you do. And yeah, but the electric on. cars though, They're because it's not sustainable. But yeah, at some point, <laughs> at some point, we're going to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> can't it be like phones where like the government can get control of it if we turn communist and they can turn your car off? Yeah, Probably, they, but they could do that, that with anything. Tesla, yeah, Tesla can already recall back to the dealership when you miss payments. Now that's cool. Oh, that wow. Pretty cool. Okay. I also don't want to be involved. Okay, yeah, th- this is for another podcast. Guys. Let's just wrap this up. Hey, you say subscri- subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, guys. Share this out, and we uh, we hope you guys are blessed and always choose impact over income. But if you can get both, let's go get it. Do it. That's why Invest With Purpose makes so much sense. Yeah, it does. See you next week. I've been really, really feeling it. Feeling it. About to bust a move or a show. Let me get it. Yeah. If you're really, really feeling it, put it in your left hand, right hand. Throw it up and hit it. Hit it.